Hi, you're listening to This Is Not Your Practice Life. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friends. I'm a certified life and emotional intelligence coach. And if you really want to step into your highest self, there are a few non-negotiables you're going to have to learn, and I am just the person to help you do it. No matter your past, I'm here to help you create a more fulfilling future. So stick around with me. Not only will I teach you how to navigate your brain's daily mind drama, but I'll help you actually understand your mind, your emotions, why you do the things you do, and why others do the things they do. Most importantly, I'll help you build the self-awareness skills to create whatever results you want. It's never too late to change the trajectory of your life. After all, this is not your practice life. Hello, hello, good morning, and welcome back to another episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. My name is Macy, and I am so excited that you're joining me today from wherever you're listening from in the world. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're brand new, welcome to the podcast. I hope that you enjoy what you hear. So I actually have a client call in 20 minutes. I am recording this basically a whole week early compared to when I normally would. And it's because I just saw a video on an Instagram reel that made me think about a topic that would be excellent. So I'm going to do my best to express what I want to express from this reel. And hopefully it blows your mind just as much. So the reel basically talks about how there is research to show that most people plan out their um, goals based on what they think is possible from the past. And there are scientific studies showing that if you do not set impossible goals for your life, that you will continue to operate from your past self. Now, why does this matter and why did it make me jump on this mic so freaking fast? I don't think I've ever ran to my mic as fast as I did just now to give you this. But here is the thing. This is something that I talk about. I have an episode way back when, I don't even know what number it is, but it talks about the fact that my biggest pet peeve in life is when someone tells me or anybody else that they know to be realistic. Now, I understand why the human mind does this. It wants things that feel tangible and it wants to hold on to things that feel real, realistic, right? Be realistic about your goals. Be realistic about your dreams. Be realistic about how hard it is or not hard it is. Be realistic in your planning. But there is a problem with being realistic. And the problem is exactly what this Instagram video talked about and touched on in just 30 seconds. It's that Your brain will use the past and your past evidence of anything that you've done prior to now to try and help you create the future you want. The issue with that though is that your past limits and puts limitations on what is actually available for you in the future. This is one of those instances where when you're dreaming and you're making big plans and goals for yourself, like you're imagining a life that feels impossible, 
that is one of the best things that you can do for yourself is to be unrealistic and to think in terms of impossibility because it's it goes along with that term, ignorance is bliss. Ignorance when it comes to your dreams and what's possible in your life is such a good thing. Your ignorance can actually help you so much get like get to a place where you really want to be. So for instance, if I tell the average person that it would be possible for them to make $500,000 a year, and maybe like as you hear me say that you're rolling your eyes right now, it feels impossible. You immediately think about the current job you have, the salary that you've had the last 10 years, your hourly rate that's maybe $10 an hour, $20 an hour, like your brain goes into realism. It goes into what is realistic, right? If I tell you that you could lose all of the weight that you've struggled to lose for 20 years and get in the best shape of your life in the next five years, your brain is going to go to the past. It's going to go to all the times that you tried and you failed. It's going to go to all of the times where you meal prepped and then you ended up in the Chick-fil-A or McDonald's drive-thru. It's going to collect all of your past evidence for why it's impossible for you and why it won't work. Okay, and this is why studies are showing that when you think about your goals and when you are, you know, thinking about who you want to be in the future, it needs to be something that feels impossible. It needs to feel like that. That's what actually is going to help you get there. Okay. My brain is racing so fast. If you can't tell, I can hardly gather all of my thoughts. (laughs) There's so much I want to say before my next coaching call, but I had to get it out right now. But that is the big thing. You want your goals and your dreams to stretch you. You want to challenge your brain to say, I don't even know that that is possible for me. And the reason being, again, going back to the ignorance is bliss, when you are ignorant to, you know, what is actually possible, you know, in your life, it means you don't have the, um, constraints of limiting beliefs. So years ago, I actually worked with a coach very briefly. She, I ended up like meeting her through a mutual coach friend and her story was that she, like, she was in the military, she had grown up in poverty, she was married, and then her marriage was abusive, so she ended up leaving with her two children, and she had to file for bankruptcy, she had to get on food stamps, like, she was just really, really struggling, they bounced from, I think even, maybe in and out of a few shelters, or, like, bunking with friends, and then, you know, apartment to apartment, like, she couldn't own anything. And there was one day where she just decided to take charge of her life and think in terms of possibility. And she became an entrepreneur, so aka a coach in this regard. And she made a million dollars in, I think, her first 18 months as a coach, which for a lot of people, it does not happen that way. I will just tell you, like a lot of people, it takes them years to ever reach a million dollars in their business if they ever do. The actual percentage of people who even hit six figures as a coach, I think, is 
like less than 5% unless that statistic has changed. Like most people, even in the coaching industry will never hit six figures, right? It is very much a thing where people quit before they ever get there. And so here she was 18 months in and made a million dollars. And a lot of people would ask her, like, how did you make a million dollars in just 18 months? Like that is unheard of, even in this industry where you're working for yourself. And she would always say, my ignorance. I didn't know any other coaches before I met, you know, like became a coach. I didn't know what the average salary was of a coach. I didn't Google how much I should charge or what I should make or what programs I should do. Like I just followed my heart as an entrepreneur, did what felt good to me, shared my story, coached, you know, anybody who came my way as a coach and did what felt right. And that was the result of that. She said, so it really was my ignorance of not having anybody else's limitations, anybody else's thoughts of what I could or couldn't do. I didn't work with a mentor that said, well, you might need to be more realistic about, you know, when you're going to make a million dollars. She said, I didn't have any of that. Nothing actually felt impossible for me because I didn't know any different. My ignorance really did serve me in that I didn't have my own limitations. I just knew I was on food stamps. I was a single mom. I didn't want it to be that way. I was willing to, you know, work hard or do whatever I needed to do to get us out of that situation. And that was the result of it. So when I saw this video just a few minutes ago, you know, about the the research And I started reading the comments. I'm so big on reading comments on all Instagram reels, whether they're funny reels, lighthearted reels, recipe reels, (laughs) controversial reels, whatever. I read the comments because I love getting into people's brains. I love like seeing what people are thinking. And it was so interesting because the comments on this very video is like, well, shouldn't we always be thinking in terms of linear goals and what's next and what's realistic and creating like smart goals and, you know, having it be measurable. And someone else responded to that person in the comments. They're like, that's exactly what this guy is talking about though. Like when you set goals that way, you're basing everything on what feels realistically achievable for you in a set amount of time. And it's so meticulously designed a lot of times that you forget that there are multiple things that work in your favor whenever you're working towards reaching what feels like an impossible goal for you. Like you will get 10 times further trying to, you know, reach something that feels impossible, then you will a lot of times from a specific measurable, you know, um, realistic goal, just because your brain wants to use all of your past experiences to, you know, predict what will happen if you set a very specific measurable goal. So going back to, you know, if you set a goal, like I want to make a hundred thousand dollars in three years, your brain is going to go, okay, well, what actually feels realistic for that? Well, you know, when I started that one business, I made $30,000. And then when I started my second business, I made, you know, um, $40,000 a year. And in the last five years in my job, I've made $55,000 a year. So I think I could realistically hit 100K, blah, blah, blah. 
And what's so interesting is I coach a lot of entrepreneurs because I'm a contract coach for my first life coach and all of her clients are in business for themselves. So I coach people on business like three days a week, every single week. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs making anywhere from $25,000 a year all the way upwards to $700,000 a year. And it's so interesting because a lot of times they will give up on their goals because they'll say, well, it's almost the end of the year and it's, I just don't think I'm going to realistically hit my numbers. And I understand that from a business perspective, it can be, it can feel really good to like ground yourself in what's realistic, but every single time my coaching to them is why are you giving up when there are so many other possible scenarios that can play out in your favor if you just keep working towards what feels impossible. And when you're willing to feel any emotion in that process of what looks like failure, you would be surprised at how all of the pieces and energetics of life and and things that you want work together in your favor to make it more possible for you to achieve. So if you were to like get inside of my brain, most of my goals in life feel absolutely terrifyingly impossible. They don't look realistic. They don't feel realistic. They feel like something where I am going to have to experience like this whole metamorphosis of myself, a lot of almost deaths of who I am today in order to be the person that I want to be. I really don't set realistic goals. Like even my goal, so my goal last year, and for those of you who have been here for a while, in terms of my business, I had been in business for myself at the time last year for four years. And my four, fourth year goal was to hit six figures in my business. Now, I that felt unrealistic for me. And I will tell you why. Because the first year of my business, I made $57.99, right? So $5,799. My second year in business, I made like $20,000. My third year in business, I think I made $38,000 or something close to that. So Going from 38,000 to six figures actually didn't seem realistic for me. Okay, it felt very much impossible. It felt like a stretch. I had no evidence that I could really do it, um, especially if I would have allowed my brain to use my past to predict what I wanted for the future. And so instead, I set what felt like an impossible goal for me, and I just worked on becoming the version of myself that fully believed it would happen without having to know the hows. And that was the work I embodied, and I ultimately embodied all of the emotional intelligence work that I teach every single client who comes into my world, okay? And I hit my six-figure year. And then earlier this year, I was in Cabo, and I was sitting in the hot tub with one of my colleagues that I work with for my coach. And we were just chatting about our business goals and she was talking about her impossible goals and I was talking about mine. And I said, I would love to, you know, next year almost double my revenue. Like, so I actually am thinking about 175,000 would be really, really fun. And she's like, okay. And she said, she said something just questioning, like, you know, why not, um, maybe work on hitting another like 100 K year or, you know, or even doubling and going straight to 200 K like, you know, cause coaches challenge each other's thoughts and it's amazing. And I said, well, 175 actually feels very impossible for me. 
but at the same time, not so impossible that I go into a fight or flight nervous system kind of response. So I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know what the logistics of that look like. I don't have a specific way to measure necessarily how I would get there. It just feels impossible. And I'm going to work on becoming the woman that does that. Now I am not close to that for this year. I've already hit six figures, but I'm not close to the 175. However, my work is to still lean into that belief that that is possible, right? Even though it feels impossible. So I just want you to challenge yourself to think about that. Like look at the ways that maybe you are currently setting your goals, the way that you currently allow yourself to dream and imagine. If your dreams do not scare that ever-loving S-H-I-T out of you, I know sometimes you all listen with your kiddos in the car. Um, If it does not scare the absolute beep out of you, then I want you to really challenge yourself on that. What feels beautifully, amazingly impossible from the little micro things you want to achieve in your life, whether that is, you know, something super small, materialistic, whatever, to something that feels really big for you, like creating more time, working three days a week, making, you know, more money so that you have more um, ability to spend time with your family or hire out services for things that you don't want to do in your life, you know, like hire a chef or, you know, hire someone to, to come clean your house or whatever it is. It doesn't matter the goal, but do you allow yourself to think in terms of impossible goals and, you know, challenge whenever your brain goes, that doesn't seem realistic for us. That doesn't seem realistic in the next six months. It doesn't seem realistic in the next, you know, year. Every time your brain does that, just know it's using the past to try and create your future. And if you're using the past to try and create your future, it's going to take you a lot longer to get where you want to be because you haven't been that person in your past, right? So it's trying to slowly, very much in a safety-like mechanism, keep you from getting there in an uncomfortable manner. What if instead you allow your brain to go super expansive and think in terms of impossibility, which is something that I teach in my hybrid experience program which is advanced level. So um, that's not open right now. You can sign up for the wait list for you know, when that program runs again. But I highly encourage you to think about these ideas. And it blew my mind. And I just needed to release how excited I got listening to this 30 second reel. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I know it was a little sporadic. I'm probably talking a million words a minute. So I apologize. You might have to slow the podcast down to really digest it. But I've got a coaching call with my clients. I actually have six clients today. So it's going to be a busy day, but I'm excited to talk to them. And um, I will see you all very soon. Bye. Hey there, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at Macy Renee Coaching. And if you want to stay up to date on all of my offers, announcements, and inspirational emails, you can join my email list at MacyRenee.com. 
In addition, if there's a way that I can further support you in your coaching journey, you can schedule a free 60-minute consult at makesyourrenee.com anytime you want so we can discuss the best options for you. I look forward to seeing you next week and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye.